Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, it is the first part of June. It's almost summer. I love this time of year. Hello, Power Partners. Welcome to our informational playground. It's Star Style, be the star you are, brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. We're your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to us on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. The Miracle Moment is brought to you today by Be The Star You Are Charity, which was honored as a top nonprofit for the sixth year in a row by God's, a Guide Star and top nonprofits. You can make a donation today at BeTheStarYouAre.org. And the Miracle Moment is from Michael Neal. Going faster doesn't help when you're headed in the wrong direction. So that cues us right into our first uh, interview here, our first segment of Health Matters, because Heather is going to tell us what FAST stands for, F-A-S-T, and ask you if you know the signs of a stroke, because young people in their 20s are at risk as well as older people, and the information that she has just could be your stroke of luck. So, Heather, tell us, what does FAST stand for? Yeah, well, recently how I kind of came across this is um, I was watching something on T and one a news reporter, he had had a stroke, and they did a uh, sort of follow-up thing, and she, this happened when she was 24, and now she's 26, Extremely healthy, athletic, you know, athletic person. And one morning she woke up and she went to, you know, it was from like 5 a.m. She was going to do a workout early in the morning and got in the shower. And, you know, before she said, you know, her face started feeling kind of tingly and numb on side. And before she felt dizzy and she felt like she couldn't stand up anymore. And um, so she crawled out of the shower, and she instead of you know I think a lot of women are first thing we we hesitate to you know if something's wrong to call doctors or call nine one one we usually call well, someone especially first women say. don't you think I think especially women we tend to think oh gosh if we just rest a little bit longer or go back to bed or something you know we're gonna yeah, we'll be okay we just don't recognize the signs. Yeah, and um, and you know, so what? I mean, you should call their sister. And at first, her sister thought maybe you just have low blood sugar. You need to eat something. That's why you feel really dizzy and lightheaded and kind of chilly. And um, for, so she tried, you know, to make her way down the stairs. You know, basically crawling. And um, before she, you know, she couldn't eat anything. Before she, you know, long story short, and they got her to the hospital. Um, Three hours. She had called someone up and said, "You know what? This sounds almost more like a stroke. You should go 911." They called. They got her in within three hours. It was injection, which I'll call you in a second. But the big thing now that they're just trying to um, ask is sort of 
you know, what the signs when people say of choking or a heart attack with a stroke. Um, so what FAST is, it's an acronym um, that they they created, um, gosh, I guess, 20 years, in 1988, or excuse me, 1998, in uh, the U.K., why um, stroke physicians, ambulance, you know, all these emergency technicians, these people see this all the time so that people um, can have an, an, acronym, an acronym to uh, know what they're facing for. So what it stands for? So FAST, F-A-S. So the FAST, the F stands for facial droop. Um, technically when a stroke happens, it, it's a, a section of the face. You need only to one side and so droop and not move. And you'll see sometimes when people have had, um, you know, they weren't reached in time, but now they still are functioning. People, people who have had, you know, severe strokes tend to have a, a droop on the side of their face. They lose, um, you know, they, that side of their face becomes paralyzed, basically. And the A stands for arm weakness, the inability to raise your arm fully. Um, I know sometimes that wakes me from my sleep. I'll be asleep today. I fall asleep on my arm, and I will lay there literally the dead arm. So something like that, not being able wait, to Wait a minute. When you them. say a dead arm, what do you mean? You can't lift it? You can't move it? Or it's like falls? Arm weak. Your arm is, it's like you have a hunt, lead, your arms are made of lead. Lead. So, okay. Is it tingling? Does it tingle? Um, I, they said, you know, I guess it's different per person, but they said, they said some feel a, a tingling sensation or they feel nothing at all. They just feel it's so heavy that they can't lift it. Um, a tingling sensation is occurring because a lot of times um, it doesn't have blood flow to it. Um, so that's why it's like when your leg or arm goes to sleep, that first time, of, you know, when you first feel it, when you can't feel anything, um, that's because the blood flow has been cut off to it. And the next one is S, is for speech difficulties, an inability or difficulty to understand or produce speech. Um, you'll see it when people, often, when they have, they, they'll go to speak and it comes out mumbled and jumbled. And it, um, I'll get into it in a second. Really what's happening is um, brain vessels, in, vessels in their brain are losing oxygen, are dying, are being cut off. So they're not being, so that their motor skills are going away. So... Um, Heather, how fast is all this happening, and is it ha- happening at the same time? Like, does your arm feel like it's made of lead, and then you can't really talk, or is it happening like in a sequence? Is it happen like F A S T or? Uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty much like. Then the T stands for time, and it's time is time is the essence when a stroke happens. So they say um, if an immediate, you know, immediately call nine one one. So they're saying these are the things. Unfortunately, to look for. If someone just says, um, well, one, I like to say, if anyone's having facial drooping, that's usually the initial sign of a stroke. Um, there's, I can't remember else that would be causing facial drooping with someone. Someone could have a arm if they, you know, sweat, or, or sometimes people, you know, they, they get, uh, or he just could have, you know, speak, not making sense, but the initial thing of a facial drooping, then followed by the next thing, is to really, be proactive about it because, as you think, time is the essence that the brain is losing oxygen. Um, and we know with so many things why people become uh, brain dead and why, you know, some people are unable to be recovered is because of the, because their brain doesn't have any oxygen to it. And there is, um, you know, after the immediate symptoms appear, and as something will be very severe. Some, it could, you know, fall to the ground. Someone, you know, could, you know, the, their face is paralyzed, they can't understand. Um, it, this would be happening for the most part in a, in a quick sequence or, or almost all at once. But sometimes if it could just be a little thing, you hear sometimes that people say that, oh, they had a minor stroke or a minor heart attack. Um, often some people think, oh, this is nothing. I, you know, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And that's when um, it, more damage could be caused. So they say if, um, if given within three hours that you need to get to a hospital. Um, and they actually have an uh, FDA, excuse me, an FDA-approved clot-buster uh, medication that reduces long-term disabilities for most types of strokes. So it's almost like they give an antidote. If, if people are brought to the emergency room within three hours, um, they're able to be given this shot that can, very, you know, minimize and help reduce any long-term effects. You know, because sometimes people... They will forever, um, some people don't recover. They have, they become brain dead. 
um, or they have a forever uh, paralyzation in in their face, in a, you know, one side of their body. Um, but if within that three-hour time span, this could reduce it significantly. And it was similar with this anchor that she, you know, hers was considered you know a minor one. Um, and what had actually happened was, you know, it could have been much more severe. Her symptoms uh, seemed not that it wasn't that. In fact, her that she had a, a and think how uh, they think been from the industry, uh, you know, a, a, a position that kind of you know, irritated this. And um, since they went, they did MRI, they quit things because the doctor decided, I, I think she was in like the final 10 minutes to give her a shot, which completely saved her. Um, well, I, is there anything that's out. over the counter that, you know, that you can use as a preventative measure? Or is there anything that we know in advance? I mean, what are the precursors to having a stroke? Is it like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, or does it just come out of nowhere? Um, yeah, well, of course, those those are definitely things, as we know, that anything, you know, high blood pressure is, is a huge thing, of course. And as we know, you know, the lifestyle, being active, um, but there can also be things that, you know, unexpected ones, just... Um, you know, people can injure themselves. Head, you know, head trauma is a thing. Sometimes little injuries uh, over time. I'm uh, blanking out on her name. I think it was Natasha Hendrickson. Uh, she was to Leslie Nisla. She suffered in a ski accident, suffered a head injury. And um, what had happened, there was swelling going on in the brain, and they didn't know. And basically, uh, you know, she felt fine. And they went to the hospital. Everything felt fine. And then what happened is she had an aneurysm and it caused a stroke and then eventually killed her it all in, in a, you know, instant kind of So, um, you know, the main thing is just always being, you know, proactive about the signs that they, just because someone in your family, it's not exactly a hereditary thing. Um, then women oftentimes, you know, misdiagnose things, as we know, too, with, with strokes or excuse me, with strokes, with heart attacks, um, women are affected differently too. So um, they actually make little, you know, cards that you can keep with you with the, with the fast info. Um, but, you know, as a general thing, you know, that we've also, how it kind of connects in with heart disease as well is the most common um, risk factors tied into stroke, and this is, affects everyone um, regardless of race and gender, and there has actually been things that, um, you know, young women um, by 40% um, are more likely to die from strokes uh, than men because the symptoms are less common and often misdiagnosed. And as we know, women a lot of time, oh, I'm fine, it's nothing, it's just a headache. We put things off, we put other people ahead of us tends to be the thing. Um, but the most common risk factors um, for, and this is for everyone, is high blood pressure, diabetes, being overweight, and they say even as little as 10 pounds, um, family history, and smoking. As we know, smoking is just the lead with so many things because with smoking is you're clogging up your arteries. Thus, your heart's not getting enough blood flowing. Thus, that means that your brain is not getting enough blood for oxygen to it, and there's the causes that happens with it. Um, and not, you know, not every stroke system has a crazy, you know, has these things, um, this history with it. Um, you know, less, less common things, as you said, but this woman was really healthy, and that's why it seemed like such a shock that she was to have a stroke. Um, it can happen to anyone, as we know, that strokes don't discriminate. Uh, however, there are um, certain racial groups that they say are affect more, and that would be Hispanic and African American, um, or at a, a threefold more likely. Um, they say more likely to die from stroke. And now I don't know if the conclusion, the information, if that's because these people aren't seeking out help or they're seeking help too late. Um, but it was saying that they are likely to die from it. Um, and you know, interesting stuff too. A lot kind of think. Um, that strokes are just occurring in older people. We think that that's, um, you know, almost an, an old person to think. And um, actually they say about 35 to 40 percent of strokes happen to people who are under 45. So that's almost getting up to 50 percent rate there. And you know, someone who uh, kind of put a, a famous person's face with it is Sharon Stone probably about 10 years ago. 
had a stroke, and she became on a big campaign of how, you know, you would never know it, but at the time, it affected her, and, you know, for a year or so, you know, she said she just rehabilitation with things, and she became um, a spokesperson talking about how so people should be aware of things and to act um, quickly. And, you know, another thing with women is the main thing is they say that usually one out of five women that um, have a stroke uh, will die. And, again, that's, you know, just getting into it or not uh, seeking medical attention fast enough or not recognizing the symptoms. Because of these little things that you, it isn't something that having a minor stroke and then just going about your day, um, what's happening is your, your brain is going to continue to not get the oxygen, and that's when things will increase. And that's when this but, Heather, getting back here. to um, asking, is there anything that we can do besides, you know, that's preventative, you know? I mean, is there, is like, you know how they say you can take an aspirin a day to prevent a heart attack. So is there, is there like, signs that people get or not really? Signs? For, uh, I mean, it's like if you do you know? I mean, would you know that you're going to be having a um, you know a stroke or an aneurysm? I mean, are you, are you having a headache? Are you just feeling lethargic? Um, do you know? Is there is there anything yeah, like well, that? So again, the the things that uh, you know things come on uh, just like how attacks come on. Is they usually say numbness, weakness in the face, numbness in the legs. Usually, usually with something one side to your body. Um, trouble seeing if you sleep, so dizzy, blurry vision, um, a severe headache with no known cause, loss of balance, coordination. If you're having your motor skills, you're having a hard time formulating a sentence. Um, you know, something to, to think too. Um, almost kind of think of a, a, a someone uh, being sober, acting drunk almost, not having... Okay, yeah, that's what I... Okay, walk. and so... But but what I'm saying is is it comes on suddenly, right? It's not like yes. yeah, it's not like you have this a symptom for days or weeks or months, and you haven't done anything about it. I mean, you could just be sitting at your desk, or you could be watching television or whatever, and it would just exactly, come yeah. on just like that. Exactly, okay. it's sort of you know similar to you know with into the brain, it's almost like a a lighter form of you know an, an aneurysm. And, you know, as you said, that people who have had them um, before, um, usually doctors prevent something that's going to prevent blood clots. Um, so there, there's various kinds of medications. Um, sometimes they'll prevent, they'll give uh, cholesterol, lowering, uh, lowering medications, um, things that uh, could be used for uh, atrial fibrillation. But, yeah, I mean, it's, not um, at least to my knowledge, unless you have some information. No, I, I really don't. And I, but I'm, yeah. you know, it's. I think that a stroke is a really, really scary thing because of the f- fact of what you're just saying is how it does come on so suddenly, and that so often we are not aware of what it really is, and we will we would just say something like, you know, oh, I'm not feeling well, or I just need to lay down because there really isn't anything. From what I'm understanding from what your expertise and your research is showing, there is nothing that you can do on your own. You absolutely well, have to get to the doctor. Well, and yeah. Well, I mean, in general, just similar as to take uh, an aspirin or a baby aspirin, because what aspirin does, why they're also used for heart attacks, it thins your blood. It prevents your blood from clotting. Okay. So that's a similar thing, too. It's going to keep the blood flowing and keep it, you know, um Unlikely to clot, but again, you know, there's other things that people say that you know, taking medicine like that over time can cause liver damage or stomach damage. So I feel like you know, if you are, you know, someone at risk, and again, one of the biggest things you could do is stop smoking. You know, that smoking causes so many of these issues. Um, I'm really, you know, talking with your doctor if you have any concerns, or if someone in your family has had that, and you that could put you at risk. So to my knowledge, I don't believe there's any kind of testing for it. That's what um, I was going to say. It's like, you know, when you have your routine annual checkup, if most people do that or biannual or however anybody does that, there's not like you can take a test and see if you are more prone to it. And since it's not really hereditary, there's a, not a whole bunch it doesn't seem like that you can do. Yeah. And wow. I mean, because, you know, the 
the two ways that you know really ca- of what's happening is one is that um, a blood vessel is clogged, um, and the clogging you know, in the brain is usually um, by a blood clot or a fatty deposit on the vessel wall, and that's usually what eighty um, percent of strokes are. Um, is this blood clot? Then there's also a bursting of, of basically you know a, a, a head trauma, an aneurysm, a bursting vessel. Um, you know, a hemorrhaging stroke, and that's, you know, when people say that, you know, an, an aneurysm or a hemorrhaging in the brain, that's what's happened at a blood vessels birth, and this occurs about 20% of the times, but the second one um, oftentimes is more lethal, that um, the first one usually, you know, the, there's signs come on and there's something you can do. The second one um, is usually the more hemorrhaging that people unfortunately don't survive from or have um, very severe uh sort of, you know, complications afterwards with life. So, again, you know, if you have any concerns or any family history with these things, talk with your doctor about it. Um, so also before starting an aspirin regimen, talk with your doctor. I always, always recommend it. But, again, be healthy. They said that overweight, diabetes, smoking, these are all kinds of things that can lead to it. Because the fatty tissue, your arteries, try to have a lower, you know, lower the cholesterol in your diet. Keep, you know, exercise. You know, all that kind of stuff that's going to keep not only the blood flowing throughout your heart and your full body, but also to your brain and your body. So to prevent these, to prevent the strokes, because it comes on so quickly. And oftentimes, if you are alone during things, so the main thing is to remember fast. If you that's what I was just going to say. Well, we, we're out of time, so wrap it up and re- and repeat for us the word fast and what it stands for. Yeah, exactly. The whole acting with fast is to act fast in the time of a stroke. So remember, um, if you see these symptoms, to act fast to call 911. Facial drooping, uh, arm weakness, speech or difficulty, having a, a difficult time forming a substance, uh, forming a sentence, then it's T for time. Time to act fast, call 911, get yourself immediately, and make sure... Um, you go to a hospital um, that has a stroke specialist. Sometimes they don't, so you want to make sure um, that you are seen uh, by a, a PA stroke specialist so that they will know, um, you know what to do in these fast matters. Well, this is really, really important. And then just once again to reiterate, strokes don't happen just to the elderly. They happen to young people too. So everyone really needs to remember the word FAST and what the four letters stand for, the facial drooping, the arm weakness, speech difficulty, and time is of the essence, so call 911. You're listening to Star Style on Be The Star You Are. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you can visit us at starstyleradio.com. You can go to the charity at Be The Star You Are. Dot org. I'll be back in a bit, and we're going to talk about summer safety with all those toys that we want, you know, on the lakes and the hills and, and in the parks. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be The Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 
and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Be the star you are, you are the star. Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a light that shines. Well, summer is almost here, and that means fun times outside. Everybody loves to get outside in summer. I don't know anybody that doesn't like this this time of year, whether you're going to be on motorboats or ATVs or, you know, watercraft, uh, motorbikes or rafting, whatever it is. You know, all these summer rides are very, very fun. And it's serious fun, and the emphasis here is on serious, because whether you're off the road or on the water, anytime you really want to uh, have caution and have some common sense, because accidents happen, and I have friends and people that I've known who have been hurt, and in fact, have actually been to a couple of funerals because of things that happened on uh, various sports uh, you know, toys, on the sport toys. So we never think that's going to happen. So I wanted to go over a few of these things for summer. And then we'll also talk about how you can stay connected while you are traveling, whether you're abroad or somewhere else. But the first thing to know when you're operating any kind of recreational vehicle is no booze. You know, it's like you booze, you lose. When you've been drinking, it is not only unwise and unlawful, it's definitely unsafe. And in most states, the legal blood alcohol limit is 0.08% for um, all-terrain vehicles as well as uh, boat captains, as just as it is for car drivers. And a violation can lead to a felony conviction. So if you were on a boat, it's not just the skipper who needs to stay sober. Intoxicated, intoxicated passengers also risk falling into the water or capsizing a vessel. And I know it used to be when you'd go boating, because I've been boating my whole life, and it's just one of the pleasures, I think, of this time of year, is, you know, you, you people have a beer in their hand or they have their ice chest with them. And you don't think about, like, accidents. You don't think about traffic kind of accidents, but it is definitely so easy especially if you're water skiing and you're towing somebody, you know, to be looking back and to either run into a bank or to another boat or to a wave runner or a swimmer. So very important to obey all of the rules. If Some of the lakes, they actually have routes that you have to stay on, and it'll say, you know, if you're, what direction you can actually go, go on your boat. Also, if you are boating, and make sure that, and your water skiing or uh, surfing behind a boat or wakeboarding, make sure you always have three people so that you have your the skipper, the captain of the boat, and you always have to have somebody that is watching who is behind the boat. And preferably you have a third person who is a third, you know, a third watch and have that red flag ready. Make sure you gear up properly. When you're off-roading, you want to wear a helmet and goggles because that will keep you guarded against head injuries. Heather was talking about head injuries and then the, the conjunction that they have with strokes. So you also want to have gloves and tall boots and heavy pants and long sleeve jackets because you could get cuts and abrasions. And I know people really love dirt bikes and they love going out on four-wheelers. And when it's hot, you sometimes you think, ah, you know, you don't need to wear so many clothes. But it's very, very important. And especially when you're near water, getting back to boating or skiing or swimming, you know, wear a life, ja- uh, life vest, no matter how well you can swim, if you are in ocean or lake. I know that we go up to Lake Shasta often, and uh, our, my son, who was a captain of his boat up there, his rule is when you go in the water – you wear a life jacket, and you can wear it upside down, kind of like a diaper so that you can float, but you just don't go in the water because you can't see in a lake. I mean, even if a lake is clear, a few feet away, you really can't see. 
obey the rules of the roads and of course the rivers and that's the same thing if you're rafting it's not just the it's just not the roads but for example never drive an ATV on paved streets because they are not designed for on road use you could uh, run the risk of colliding with a car or bicycle or pedestrians and on watercraft you want to stay to the right when you approach another vessel head on and again some lakes will definitely and some rivers have actual lanes that you need to stay in so make sure to obey those when you are going down a river you want to make sure to always have your life vest on and if you are kayaking canoeing or river rafting and depending on the level of the rapids you may be wanting to wear a helmet as well at your age, children are involved in one-third of all ATV-related emergency room visits and fatalities, and often it's because they're riding on or driving adult-sized vehicles. So if a kid is going to ride an ATV, they really need to be on one that is the appropriate size for them and not be riding an adult-sized one. So you want to keep kids on off-roaders that fit them, and that's the same thing for motorbikes and for for watercraft as well. Give them the proper length skis or wakeboards. If they're on jet skis or on, um, on you know, paddle boats. And now the, the new thing is the standing, you stand up and paddle, the stand-up paddle boats, which are really, really fun. Just make sure that the size is appropriate for the people that are doing it. And make sure to get ed- educated. Whatever your favorite recreation or vehicle is, chances are, There is a free safety class near you offered by either a government agency, a nonprofit organization, or maybe a community center. So there might be a modest fee involved, but it is a small price to pay to ensure that your summer fun stays really, really fun. And you want to also, you know, if you're going to be doing anything that is a little bit risky, you know, you're going skydiving or or you're going to be... um, hot air ballooning, or whatever it is, make sure you have adequate insurance for yourself and your family. Always very important. And that'll just make you, once you have all the right equipment, you're going to feel so much better. I had a real interesting thing. I've been a scuba diver for a long, long time. And one time when we went to uh, Mexico, we were going to scuba dive in Acapulco and went to a dive shop and and, uh, got our tanks and went out on a dive on a dive boat, and it was unbelievable that the boat was filled with 100% first-timers who had never been in uh, in the water before, knew nothing about scuba diving, and the dive shot had just had given them regulators and tanks and had just basically said, just jump in and go. That could be deadly. So, again, if you haven't done a sport before, Make sure you get training before you do it. Find out what the, um, you know, what not only what the rules are of the sport, but how to perform it safely. Because especially with something like scuba diving or skydiving or um, bungee jumping, there are things that you really do need to know. So be safe and have a really wonderful summer. Now, many of you will be traveling this summer and our team... A reporter on Express Yourself Teen Radio, as well as a writer with me on Teen Scene, has um, she talked about how to stay connected while traveling abroad. And I loved her tips so much that I thought I should share them with you. And again, if you would like to listen to our teen radio show, it airs every Tuesday at noon on the Voice America Kids Network. And you can find out more about it at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. But this, um, this information was gathered by Casey and Kelly. And she's our Techie Talk reporter. And she, her goal is to work in technology, you know, after she gets out of school. But she was talking about how when her mother first came to America from, for her graduate degree, she lacked any resources or funds to talk to her family back home in Asia. And, you know, she laments to this day about her experiences with the long distance and how hard it was for her to communicate and stay in touch with her loved ones back in her homeland. Now, that isn't the way it is for today because the story is a lot different. 
Today, we have a plethora of apps and websites that help people stay connected with their home base. Now, of course, Skype is a popular software application that allows you to get face-to-face with people anywhere in the world. And if you have an iPhone, um, I think it started with iPhone 4 or iPhone 5, there's face-to-face you can, or FaceTime that gives you face-to-face time with anybody. Uh, in addition, Skype has paid options for international calling, which often are a lot cheaper than telephone services. And another alternative would be Google Hangout. It allows video chat in a group setting. So you can invite members of your family to hang out on a Google page, and then you can all see one another. So that's kind of fun. It's sort of like using Google Docs or Google Spreadsheets where several people can be in on the conversation at one time. Now, a common problem with traveling abroad is is that disconnect feeling that you get with your friends and family. And so often it's those little moments when, especially if you're traveling alone, that make us feel lonely, you know, wishing that we could share our adventures. But now there are apps that really make it easy, such as Snapchat, uh, S-N-A-P-C-H-A-T, Snapchat, that you can uh, document the special times. You can also use Apple TV or Chromecast, and you can even share the shows you're watching with uh, your family or your friends. And then what you're doing is you can create like a movie date night, sort of a a setting where you could all be watching the same thing at the same time, but you could be in different countries. Now, if you are leaving a loved one behind, uh, you know, or you have that special someone that uh, isn't going to be able to travel with you, there are a couple of apps. One is called Couple. And another one is called Avocado, and they may be just perfect. Both of these apps allow you to send sketches, messages, pictures, stickers, thumbprints, and anyone to anyone um, in a password-protected arena. So I think that's a really good idea because, you know, especially for young people, too, if you're going on an education abroad program or maybe you're doing a volunteer um, opportunity somewhere, then you really might want to uh, keep in touch this way because chances are you're leaving a boyfriend or girlfriend behind. I know when I was on education abroad programs or I was an exchange student or when I was an ambassador, uh, I, I was always leaving somebody behind. And, of course, I didn't have these apps in those days, but it would have been great. Now, if you're a very forgetful individual and... You need to be more responsible and, you know, you need to, like, send yourself reminders to be in touch with your friends, to text them or to call your mom or whatever it is. There's an app called Romantomatic, and that is probably your best ticket for being responsible. And, you know, thankfully these days, the new technology can help you enjoy a more relaxing summer of travel or of studying abroad. And without losing any contact with family and friends. And with these applications, travelers can really focus more on the culture while being immersed in exciting foreign experiences. And they don't have to feel homesick because home is just a click or a chat away. So um, I think that these were really very, very good uh, tips for traveling. Now, speaking of our kids of uh, at Express Yourself and Be The Star You Are, I just wanted to give a great shout-out to one of our teen hosts, and she's also our What's Poppin' Pop Culture reporter, Kai Kelly. And she has just been winning the California Lions Student Speaker Award. She's now in the... In the uh, finals, she's made it through five rounds of, of uh, speaking competitions with her topic of community service, what does it mean and why does it matter. She's already won $11,000 in scholarship money, which is so exciting. And she'll be in uh, Pasadena this week vying for another $10,000 in prize money at the state competition, and I have no doubt that she is going to win. She is an officer and founding member of Club Be The Star You Are at her high school, and she's been an active Be The Star You Are volunteer throughout her high school career. And what's really exciting, too, is, you know, in her free time, she is a competitive swimmer. She's a, um, she plays piano, 
And of course, you know, she does public speaking, but she also quit coaches for swim team. She teaches piano and, uh, and she is very involved in the community. So I just feel really honored to have worked with her throughout her high school year. She really is a, is a winner and she deserves every accolade that she has been getting. So Kai Kelly, congratulations for all that you do in the community. And guess what? Kai has been accepted to Harvard University. And so she'll be going to Harvard in the fall. And that's very thrilling to me, too. Our first team director, uh, Jennifer Tao, she went to Harvard. We are the kids that volunteer with Be the Star You Are from all over the country seem to get accepted into just to the best universities. So I'm really, really thrilled to be their team coach and to be with them. For more information, you can go to btsya.org, and if you go to the section called Talk or in the News, you can read some of the articles from our, um, from our great teens and about them as well. Well, when we come back uh, from break, we're going to go into the Summer Garden so that we can learn what do we do in June now that it's getting warm outside. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. And we are coming to you live from the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. Don't go away. There's lots more to come. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. In your company, if you want to be a great manager, you don't want to be a micromanager. You want to encourage creativity and abstain from micromanaging and make sure that your team understands your expectations, your intentions, and the consequences. Explain what it means to you to have a successful project completion and make sure your team's on the same page as you. Provide the training and share the skills needed. Don't be concerned with how the job is completed, but just that it is completed on time within budget and is useful to everyone. Always allow for mistakes and errors because it's how people learn. And then ask for feedback and let your team know you are available whenever you need them. Then do the most important thing. Step away. Let them get the job done. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information or to book a consultation or coaching session, call 925-377-STAR or visit star-style.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program star style be the star you are hosted by the passion purpose and possibility producer cynthia bryan now back to the power party find all you need in a light that shines why is it when we surrender our busyness to get outside in nature we feel better There's a quote, nature is cheaper than therapy, and I think that is definitely a truism. It is definitely the way to to get re-energized and reignited with some passion. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and you are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, and we are going into the garden now to learn a little bit about what to do in your June garden. Now, getting back to how nature is cheaper than therapy, researchers have found that going into the garden or hiking, biking, strolling in the countryside, bird watching, animal petting, you know, being on a lake, any of these things that have you in nature triggers the release of endorphins and oxytocin that activate the pleasure center in our brain. 
So when you spend time in the outdoors, you experience a very deep feeling of well-being and relaxation. And that close contact with nature improves our health. It also increases your self-esteem and your confidence. For some reason, we feel better and we feel more powerful when we are outside, when we're looking at the ocean, when we're, we're climbing a mountain, we're watching clouds, we're listening to the wind. Because Mother Nature is really the ultimate teacher, providing a foundation for lifelong learning that nourishes the senses. We want to indulge in green activities because green activities reconnect us to ourselves, to one another, to our kids, and to the natural world. Nature soothes, it restores, and it heals. And our stress-depressed or anxiety-ridden moods are elevated to a refreshed, a peaceful, and a balanced mode. So the next time you are feeling blue, go green and talk to a plant because we can all use a little vitamin N like N as in nature. So here are a few things that you really could do in your June garden. If you are living in a warmer climate such as California, now obviously uh, there's different parts of the country. I know right now the Midwest is experiencing some rainstorms and some floods and all of that. So wherever you are in the country, you may have to alter this just a bit. But this is what we are doing here in California. First of all, uh, and this is good for any place that you have a mosquito problem, make sure that you empty all standing water from containers to stop mosquitoes from invading. This is going to be a dry year, and if the bloodsuckers are biting, I might would like to suggest you to check out the Thermacell products, including a portable protector, a copy of the natural insecticide, which is found in chrysanthemum, is vaporized, and it creates a 15 by 15 foot zone of protection. You can find these Thermacell products at Thermacell.com, and they really do work. But the most important thing, again, to remember is just to empty containers, and that means any uh, saucers that are underneath uh, underneath plants. Um, if you have a bird bath, you need to change the water daily. Just don't let any water sit Boost your immune system and stave off diseases including diabetes, heart disease, and cancers by growing and eating lots of leafy greens, broccoli, apples, beans, onions, garlic, leeks, and tomatoes. Onions are ripe right now, so you can pull them out and start eating them, and you can eat the whole thing. You can chop up the stalks or the green stems and use them on your baked potatoes or in your salads, and then you'll have your on, your onion that you can use for sautéing or whatever else. If you have ivy growing on your trees, make sure you pull it off. It strangles and it kills. Ivy is also a haven for rats and mice. So ivy is not a, some, it's not a good plant to plant, and if you don't have it, don't plant it. But if you see it climbing up any of your bushes or trees that you currently have, Pull it out. Now, you can elevate your palate by including some homegrown fennel, also known as sweet anise, into your recipes. It's an aromatic, very feathery, frond um, herb, and it's really pretty in the garden, and the thick bulbs are just delicious. If the flower stalks begin to form, you can pinch them off, and that way you'll direct the plant's energy to the bulb. The other thing is, is if you take the seeds from it, you can grind up the fennel seeds and use them in cooking and in breads or just, you know, to add some flavor to your meals. Or if you want to grow more fennel, just spread them in your garden and you'll get lots more of these plants. And they really are a wonderful way to just spice up your food. Now, always, I always talk about our pollinators, but we have to create habitats that support and nourish them because we really need to save and and protect the birds, the bees, the bumblebees, the hummingbirds, and the butterflies. So make sure that you have water and and nesting materials around your property so that they can be there and plant plants that will attract them, where, like, hummingbirds love throated plants. So... If you have any kinds of plants like that, like a trumpet vine or 
they really will go to that. Um, lavender is always a really great, great a, um, plant. It attracts all your bees, your butterflies, and, of course, your birds. So that's always a good one, and you can use it in your cooking as well as, uh, you know, potpourri, etc. Now, this one is, you know, we have rattlesnakes in our area. I know they have them in all the southwest as well. Don't put your hand into a hidden space, such as your irrigation control panels, uh, unless you tap on it, knock on it, because snakes are hiding. They're slithering about in this dry, warm weather, including rattlesnakes. And, you know, most of these these critters, they're going to go after the mice and gophers and that kind of thing. But if you put your hand or you bother them, you could get bit. Also, you know, there could be black widows in there, and there also could be any kind of lizard or something else that could bite. So before you put your hand into any hidden space, make some noise. When you are planting, don't overlook the common petunia for lasting beauty and deer-resistant lantana. Both are available in luscious pinks and purples and orange and red and whites, and the butterflies will swarm to their to the bright uh, yellow and gold lantana. So that's a good butterfly plant. Speaking of butterflies, there's also something called a butterfly bush. And it does attract butterflies, but and it's, it's very pretty. But you do need to prune it back to the woody stems uh, after it blooms and the blossoms have faded because you will get another round of blooming for the fall. And you can, uh, I don't know, but a lot of people don't do this, but if you want to fry, saute, or just toss something really original into fresh salad, start using the green tops of radishes, carrots, turnips, and beets. They're very earthy, peppery, and most of all, they're really nutritious. Unfortunately, most supermarkets cut off the heads. You know, you just buy radishes and they're just red, or you can just buy carrots in a bag, or just turnips, or just beets. But the best things, if you can get them at the farmer's market, or grow them yourself, and use the whole plant. All of it is edible, and all of it is really, really good. When the petunia petals uh, are spent, make sure you pinch them, because that'll enable repeat blooming through the fall. Don't forget to refill your bird feeders weekly to ensure that the flyers spend the summer with you, because if there's no food in your garden, they will go someplace else, and you don't want them to do that. You want to create unique bouquets and arrangements for your graduation and Father's Day festivities with, al- with natural elements from your personal flower beds. So take a walk around your garden. You can save a lot of money, and actually, in a couple of weeks, I will do a show on how to make bouquets and arrangements for you. But you can save a lot of money that you might otherwise spend on a florist by making your own corsages and your own boutonnieres and doing your own flower arrangements. And there's nothing more beautiful as, than something that is just, you know, put together in a very casual way. You can use mason jars. You can use, Heather talked about kombucha a couple of weeks ago. I saved some of her bottles and put wildflowers and different flowers in mine and nasturtiums, etc. And it just was so beautiful on a patio table. If you don't have a hammock under a tree or on your deck or in your patio, consider hanging a hammock because giving yourself that real soothing dose of relaxing nature therapy, it's just great on a hammock. You can read a book, but most likely you're going to fall asleep. Now, Dad's Day is coming up, so why not think about giving him a green gift that he might treasure for years to come, perhaps a blueberry bush for some healthy antioxidant eating, or maybe a beautiful bougainvillea to enliven the backyard fence. They come in so many colors these days, and they, they just grow really well, especially if you are in a warmer climate. Or another idea would be to print personalized coupons to help Dad with the weeding, the watering, and the digging. And that's just another great gift idea if your dad's a gardening dad. And, of course, Mother Nature will thank you. For me, um, my husband is not a gardener, so that doesn't work for him. But I appreciate those kinds of things. (laughs) This is the time of year to plant cilantro, lettuces, and basil in containers 
and do it um, within easy reach of your uh, kitchen because you will be using them a lot and all of them bolt. So you want to keep cutting them, keep cutting them, keep cutting them as the leaves are growing and use them. And I use all three literally every day and there's nothing better than having it fresh. Make sure to check your irrigation timers to make sure they're working properly and to set them for early morning or evening, but not during the day. Twice a week, watering is sufficient for most gardens, and we're going to help you conserve RH2O. And that is really an important thing this year in um, in the southwest, well, actually all of the west. We are in a big drought, and we have to learn to conserve our water. And speaking of conserving, if you're really having to ration you want to save your trees, so make sure to deep soak your trees, and uh, you could let your lawns go. They'll come back when the weather cools down. Protect your plants from hungry hunters as food gets scarce during the dry summer months by installing wire cages, netting, or repellents. And just remember that no plant is 100% deer or rabbit proof. And if you have any diseases, treat them with organic remedies. Neem oil and plant-based cures are recommended. And you can celebrate summer by encouraging children to sow easy-to-grow sunflowers. All they have to do is press the seeds into the soil, add water, and then watch these beauties that are just searching for the sun. They can grow up to 16 feet. About aphids, if you have um, some aphids, I would like to tell you to tolerate minor aphid infestations to allow your lady beetles or ladybugs also called aphid lions, um, and the light lice-wing larvae to do their beneficial pest control because the good bugs only stick around when they have an infested buffet to feed on. And you can also use the lily pad-shaped petals of nasturtiums as serving dishes for appetizers as they are deliciously edible. And this is also the time to think ahead to Halloween and Thanksgiving by sowing your pumpkin seeds directly into the enriched and fertilized ground before mid-June. And finally, just remember to drive carefully through neighborhoods because school will be out for the summer soon and kids are enjoying the outdoors. So congratulations to all the graduates who will be graduating soon and to the beautiful June brides and grooms. And we'll be wishing dads a very happy Daddy's Day soon. So have a warm, fun-filled June. And thanks for being great listeners and allowing Heather and I into your lives every week. Make sure you are always tuned to Star Style. Be the star you are right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel with me, Cynthia Bryan, because we want to bring you the information and the entertainment you can find out more about Star Style at my website, star-style.com. If you'd like to book me for coaching, speaking, or consultations, call 925-377-STAR. Really make a donation to Be The Star You Are nonprofit. You can call us, 925-376-7126, or just go to the website, bethestarur.org. Um, perhaps donate a percentage of your profits to the charity. It's all tax deductible. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inspire, inform, amuse you, and hopefully motivate you to be the stars you were meant to be. And look at our website store at starstyleradio.com. Go to store and buy T-shirts and books. You'll be supporting this show as well as the radio show and the teen show and the charity. So, Until next week, when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep you happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. I thank you for being with me. Shoot for the stars and have a great week. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. 
Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.